everybody welcome back to stuff you don't need to know and today we are talking about titans season one episode nine hank and dawn or we can call it hank and don hank don and dawn hank don dawn and diana because Myrna Sirtis, who played uh, Counselor Deanna Troy, makes an appearance in this episode. So here's what's really, really odd about this episode. It actually, it's not a bad origin story for uh, Hawk and Dove, but why are we telling this story now and where does it fit in with the narrative? It's really, again, DC, what are you doing? I really, I'm not getting you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to follow you. We got two episodes left after this. I'm, I'm trying to hang in there, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the origin of Hawk and Dove. I mean, that's great. I mean, when we last left them uh, at the end of Donna Troy, uh, Raven, Rachel was like, Hey, Starfire, Corey, whatever we're going to call you, I can fix you. I can cure you. Uh, and she lay, layeth the hands upon her. And it, it appears that Starfire, Corey is getting her memories back. And it ended like, ended on kind of a little cliffhanger where the eyes glow green and she basically starts choking Rachel. Um, so we start with, um, a story of of child molestation. So basically, this is what happens. We cut back. Uh, you know, they they kind of show you know previously on Titans, and we see when the nuclear family pretty much dismantled Hawk and Dove. They toss Dove uh, Dawn off of a roof, and last we saw her, she was in intensive care. So that's where we're picking it up here, and um, you know, Hank Hawk. He's watching over her. Uh, he's having trouble sleeping. So, yeah, he breaks into the old medicine cabinet there and he takes a few pills and he starts remembering the origins of Hawk and Dove. And it turns out that the original Hawk and Dove, and this was in the comics, uh, it was actually Hank and his brother Don. Um, Hank Hall and Don Hall. Uh, they are brothers with different fathers, I believe that's what they say. Uh, same mother, different fathers. Um, Hank is like the all-American boy, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, big and muscular. Don is clearly a mix. Um, his father apparently was African-American. I mean, they don't say, but, you know, based, based on Don's appearance, that's what we'll assume. Um, and, you know, it seems like, you know, they, they are the best of friends. You know, Hank is the older brother. He really looks out for Don. Don is Hank's number one fan. And we start, uh, like, on a peewee football game here. Uh, maybe it's like a middle school because uh, it's something about some academy that they go to. So, basically, uh, you know, we see Hank just tearing it up on the football field. He's absolutely doing amazing. And, you know, there's Don in the stands cheering him on. And then we see the coach. And the coach is, like, looking up at Don, like, like, hey, hey, get a look at that guy. So uh, afterwards, Hank sees him in the locker room talking to his brother, Don. And he's like, yeah, coach says if I work real hard, uh, I can play football. He's going to show me the weight room. And it's like Hank just knows what's going on. He knows that this guy's going to molest his brother. So he's trying to be like, look, let's just get out of here. We, we got to get home. And the coach, you know, kind of starts to threaten him a bit. Um, and then... Uh, 
Hank pretty much takes one for the team. Um, Don, of course, is a little younger. He has no idea. He just thinks, hey, this guy's being really nice to me. He wants to show me the weight room. I'm going to be a football player like you, Hank. Hank kind of reads between the lines. He knows what's going on. He basically uh, tells his coach, I'll go to the weight room. So we know what that means. Oh, and uh, we get we get 10-year-old, 12-year-old, uh, I don't know, pre-teenage Hank here dropping the F-bomb. Um I mean, that's just, that's just how this series go. You know, we're just going to drop the F-bomb no matter what, no matter where. Um, so basically, you know, we see that, you know, these guys stick together. They, they go on to college. Hank is a, an incredible college football player. Uh, he suffers a concussion, but he kind of brushes it off, laughs it off. The doctor is kind of like, yeah, maybe you should rest. You know, you kind of had a few. Uh, I mean, this is obviously, you know, back when... You know, I'm actually kind of surprised that they're using the word concussion, but you know, this is really before all the all the real knowledge about it and all the threats of it. But Don is very concerned about him, so much so that he actually goes and he calls, I think it's like the athletic director or something, and he kind of tells him what's going on with his brother. Well, Hank gets benched, Hank confronts him about it, they start an argument. But then when somebody comes over to try to break up their argument, the two of them just get into a fight with everybody in this library. They just start beating the bejesus at everybody hank is the big brawler don apparently is a martial arts master he does it in his spare time uh the dean talks to them about it and then for some reason don who seems to be the very clear level-headed one is like look you don't like us why don't you just kick us out so they're out of school and we also find out that their mother has passed away so they're really on their own there um don is kind of like hey let's form a super team let's be like batman and robin so they form um hawk and dove and basically they go after uh they go after child predators child molesters registered sex offenders cut two we see young dawn uh, as a ballerina and she's doing very very well and she meets with her mother again who is played by uh myrna sirtis uh counselor diana troy uh and apparently her father was very abusive, uh, abused her, abused her mother and abused her younger sister. Uh, you know, and her mom is basically telling her like, you know, look, my darling, I'm going back to England to let your daddy beat me some more. I mean, she's like, I mean, clearly, you know, she, you know, it's an abusive relationship, but she can't stay away. Dawn is very upset about this. We learned that apparently at one point when he raised his hands to Dawn, Dawn broke his arm. So, I mean, I guess that's what DC just is now. Everybody's just a badass vigilante, breaking arms, breaking necks, torching people, blowing people up, turning into tigers and eating people. Ten-year-olds are going to drop the F-bomb. I mean, that's that's really what we're getting. Now, what I'm forgetting is is that as this is going on, it's like when we see Hank's story, he's, he's like in a drug-induced sleep here. Uh, he kind of, in his... Uh, flashback here he walks past a mirror and we see Rachel there calling out you know Hank Hank help Hank in Dawn's you know we see Dawn in her coma and she's kind of reliving the the story of you know her origin of Hawk and Dove um again you know we kind of see every once in a while Rachel peering up you know calling for help uh I mean I don't know this was a very confusing episode uh, like I said, we're, we're getting their origin. You know, we see them kind of coming together as a couple. Like I said, look, if this was the Hawk and Dove show, I mean, it's not a bad origin story. I mean, again, kind of dark, 10-year-olds dropping the F-bomb. And this is going to sound horrible, but 
we see um, the incident where Dawn's mother and Hank's brother Don get killed because they kind of by random by chance they meet up at a newsstand I think Hank bumps into one of them and you know they're kind of like oh haha sorry and Dawn's mother's like oh well look at these dashing gentlemen this or that we hear the screech of tires and they cut overhead and it's a really poorly kind of CGI like van out of control slamming into the newsstand I mean you know it's 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 Dawn's mother it's Hank's brother Don I mean they they're you could see that they get crushed but the presentation of it I I mean I hate to say it it was actually kind of comical I mean it just it looks silly it looked very cartoonish I mean you have this dark gritty series uh you know they're cranking up the dial on the violence and, and then they kind of have a cartoony, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I, again, I don't get what they're doing. And really, that's all this episode is. It's the origin of, of Hawk and Dove and, you know, how they met at um, a support group. And instead of actually going to the support group, they just start meeting and, and talking with one another. You know, Dawn talking about her, her mom, Hank talking about his brother. Um, they start to form a relationship. And then one night, Dawn accidentally discovers, you know, their gear, the Hawk and Dove gear. Hank comes clean about it. And Dawn's sort of like, yeah, I can dig it. And that's how they form Hawk and Dove. And like I said, uh, at one point, you know, in her flashback, uh, Dawn walks again past a mirror or something like that. And she sees Rachel calling out to her. Uh, But she actually, unlike Hank, who completely ignored it, like I guess he didn't see it, um, you know, she she actually acknowledges it. And, uh, you know, next thing we know, we see her in the hospital waking up, pulling out her tube. Uh, then she wakes, wakes up Hank and she's just, you know, he's like, oh, my God, this is great. This is amazing. And he's she's like, she's like, Rachel needs us. We have to find Jason Todd. He's like, who the F is Jason Todd? She's like, I don't know, but we need to find him, which is why do we need to find Jason Todd? I mean, OK, I guess Rachel is in trouble. Dick has abandoned her, even though you know, she doesn't know that he's actually racing towards her with Donna Troy. So I guess she figures, well, I can't have the original Robin. Let me just uh, let me just find, you know, Robin number two. And uh, yeah, you know, I'll just have Hawk and Dove find him. Um, yeah, I mean, we got two episodes left here. 10 and 11. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know how they're gonna. I don't know. I don't know where they're going. I, I just don't get like it just seems like there's no consistency with these episodes, you know, with the storytelling, like all of a sudden, just, just to, just to throw, um, just to throw an origin story, you know, you're, we're almost done with this season and, oh yeah, by the way, you know, let's just tell Hawk and Dove's origin story. I mean, I get it. They, they want them to kind of come in to help Rachel out. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Are they all going to form the Titans? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, also, too, the fact that Dawn got thrown off the top of a building and she's just like, OK, I'm ready to go. Let's let's go find this Jason Todd. And OK, I mean, we'll just suspend a little bit of belief there. But I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I'm on the Titanic and um, 
you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, you know, it's DC, it's the Titans, it's some iconic characters. I'm on an indestructible ship. This is the Titanic. It never sinks. And I don't realize that like the water is like already up to like my waist, you know, I'm just, no, I mean, I think I realize it at this point. Um, yeah, two episodes left to go in the show. I don't know where they're going with it. Uh, We'll see next week. I mean, next week, it kind of looks like things are going to come to a head, maybe, and then we'll have a big showdown in episode 11. I I, I don't know anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a short episode just because... Just, you know, if you want to know what happens, I'm not going to give you the details of the Hawk and Dove origin story. I, I was just watching it going... You know, again, thinking if this was the Hawk and Dove show... Okay, wow, great, cool, we got their origin. This is really, really neat. We're in Titans. We're getting close to the season finale. Yeah, let's just throw an origin story in there that has nothing to do with the story at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All righty, uh, I guess... I guess I'll just wrap it up here. I mean, I guess you could hear it in my voice. I'm pretty disappointed. I, I really kind of had high hopes for this series. It didn't start off great. It kind of got mildly interesting. And now I just feel like it's a train wreck. But a train wreck, like not like it's smashing into a wall. It's sort of like a train wreck where the train is speeding along, but nobody realizes that there are little gremlins on the side, like unscrewing the wheels. And one by one, the wheels are coming off the train and we're just going to derail and whatever. Two episodes left, uh, as promised. I'm going to stick it out to the end of the season and then do a season wrap up with my good buddy, John over at nerd and me. Speaking of which head on over to www.brothersandarmchairs.com. That'll link you up to every single podcast in the brothers and armchair network. This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later.